This is the Heartland Daily Podcast. Hello, this is the Heartland Daily Podcast with Joe Barnett. I'm a senior editor at the Heartland Institute, and my guest today is Kent Grusendorf, a former Texas state representative and chairman of the uh, House Education Committee uh, here in the state legislature. Uh, He's been a longtime proponent of school choice and proposed one of the earliest school choice bills uh, to be introduced in the legislature. And we want to get his thoughts on school choice today, its prospects in Texas, and what role parents are playing in bringing that about. Uh, Hello, Kent. Hey, Joe. How are you doing today? Pretty good. So, uh, as you know, uh, Governor Abbott um, has come out and said that he'd like the legislature to consider school choice legislation in the next uh, uh, legislative session, which isn't until 2023, I believe, after this election. But uh, does this signal a change in his position on school choice? I don't think it signals a change, Joe, but I think it signals uh, a lot of uh, momentum. I think I think Governor Abbott's always been a proponent of school choice, but now he's aggressively stated that he wants to pass school choice for all Texas kids next session, and that's very encouraging. Yes, uh, Arizona uh, just did that, and I uh, passed a and enacted a universal school choice bill, uh, as you know, and uh, Florida has gradually. Um, expanded their program, uh, school choice program. Uh, why has what what has been the hang up in Texas? Well, we would have probably passed school choice back in the uh, '90s if Clady hmm. Williams hadn't been defeated by Ann Richards. That was a big issue for Clady. So uh, it's been a, a little bit of a problem, and we've had several. I mean, we had a House Speaker for ten years that just opposed it as a Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very close to Charles Budd, who is the primary opposition to school choice in the state of Texas. I mean, just school choice is just a fact. You know, currently we fund schools, not education. Mm-hmm. School choice basically just says, hey, we're going to fund education. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just a, a shift in the dynamics of, of how we make sure every kid in the state of Texas is uh, receives a quality education. Mm-hmm. And this is the idea of the funding or the dollars following the child. Fund education. Don't fund schools. Fund education. Mm-hmm. At the end of World War II, the federal government decided it would do two things for veterans. Decided it would provide health care for veterans. And so it provi- set up the uh, VA system where health care was actually provided by the government. Mm-hmm. And also decided it was going to provide higher educational opportunities for veterans. But instead of uh, providing the educational services through a government organization, 
They provided for the GI Bill that allowed anybody to go to any college they wanted to, seminary or whatever, and uh, the government picked up the tab. Right. They were funding education, and then in health care, they funded the system of delivering health care. So we do just the opposite in education. The state of Texas, we fund the system as opposed to funding education itself. Mm. I see. Well, uh, this uh, last two years have been a struggle as far as education with school closures and remote learning and um, all of that. Um, Do you see... Have you seen here in Texas in the past few months or so uh, an increased engagement by parents in what's going on in the schools? Absolutely. This We will never have a better opportunity than we will have in 2023. I'm tongue-tied this morning. Uh, so, yeah, I think we'll get school choice passed. In fact, we formed a new organization in Texas dedicated to promoting school choice in the next session. It's called Liberty for the Kids. Hmm. And we're working full-time on that issue. We were able to successfully put a question on the Republican primary ballot. I don't know if you noticed that mm-hmm. or not, Joe. Tell us about it. Well, it, the question was, Texas parents and guardians should have the right to select schools, whether public or private, for their children, and the funding should follow the student. 88% hmm. Of Texas primary voters in the Republican primary said yes to that question. 88%. That's mm. an overwhelming majority. And Joe, the more important part is, you know, you get some House members or senators say, well, yeah, but that's not my district. Out of, out of every Texas county, there were only four counties that passed that proposition by less than 75%. Mm. And two of those were at 74%. Mm-hmm. That includes the vast stretches of Texas that are rural in nature. There's not, there will not be a member of the Texas legislature where their constituents didn't support this issue by at least seventy-five percent. Interesting. There will not be one sitting member of the legislature in the next session in the in the Republican majority where their constituency didn't support this issue by at least. Interesting. One uh, objection to school choice um, in the past, I've noticed, particularly by rural uh, legislators, is they have their one school and there really isn't aren't other choices unless it incentivized kids to, you know, uh, uh, go away from the one school and you know, go off to uh, a city, as it were, where there there were choices. And it seems to me that one thing that's happened uh, during this COVID crisis that we've gone through is is that um, uh, parents and uh, have had to experience um, remote learning, and some have had a positive experience. Uh, some have had a very negative experience. Uh, and parents have looked at alternatives such as homeschooling. Uh, both uh, homeschooling and remote learning, both being available to uh, students 
uh, increasingly, even if they are in rural areas. Uh, so, you know, I wonder if you've seen uh, from people's experience over the past two years whether they've decided to look at alternatives to their, you know, one monopoly public school um, in, in, in their area. Absolutely, and, and that's an amazing thing. I mean, you set up, you've got these groups, and a group of moms and dads will set up a little pod and, and hire a tutor. Uh, if you pass a, a good creative school choice bill in Texas, you'd increase uh, you'd increase the probability of a lot more of that sort of thing happening. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, you'd see supply side change. I I've got a concept that we've been promoting called the Professional Teacher Act that allow teachers, certified teachers, to go out and open their own school and actually own the school, so that they're just like a doctor or lawyer or any other professional actually go into private practice. Hmm. So, okay, instead of instead of converting my uh, double garage into a den, why don't I convert it into a classroom and double my take-home pay and give kids a better education? Interesting. That's an interesting uh, concept. Um, by the way, one of the uh, ideas that the Heartland Institute uh, has promoted and it's become an increasing issue in public schools, not just big city public schools, but now even in suburban schools, are um, education safety accounts, uh, which were a an idea to deal with the particular problem uh, bullying and violence in the right. schools, and increasingly, uh, not just because of COVID, but uh, also because of the violence. Um, I'm thinking particularly, oh, here recently um, in Mansfield ISD, which is you know just south of uh, Arlington, uh, they had a shooting incident, and and we seem to you know have those happening in just even as in Uvalde, remote and uh, seemingly, you know, uh, rural areas. Um, so uh, I, I think a, a lot of parent, more parents are questioning the safety of the public schools today. Do you see that? Justifiably so, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. If, if you've got a... Uh, Model legislation. I wish you'd email that to me. I'd like to take a look at what Hartman's promoting. Another thing we're working on along those lines, Joe, is a social grooming bill. Mm. So if your kids are subjected to social grooming, you'd have an option to opt out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I view those as trigger kind of bills. But more mm. importantly, I'd like to see it available to every kid in Texas. But I think those kind of bills are important as well as backup mm-hmm. bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, CRT uh, and transgenderism now uh, seem to be, at the federal level at least, they really are pushing this on the schools. They uh, are. And, and some of the schools, have, have, have there been any cases uh, here in Texas where we have seen in other states where teachers have been told, don't talk to the parents about this. Don't let the parents know about this. Uh, you know, and caution the children not even to talk to the parents about what they're being taught in schools. 
about it as far as you know uh sexual human sexuality really even in elementary school grades have you heard uh, any reports of that in texas we we have uh, the there's a lot of concern about that here in Ames, uh, Highland Park, uh, uh, Round Rock. There's, there's a lot of a lot of concern over this sexual grooming stuff. Mm-hmm. 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 In fact, uh, uh, there's uh, I've, I've I forgot the term. There's, I think there's a group of moms that are really just really pissed off about it and out there working working that issue pretty hard mm-hmm. across the state. Oh, you mean in favor of that sort of curriculum? In opposition to what the schools are doing. Ah. In opposition to what the schools are doing. Yeah. I see. I see. Were you, uh, I thought you called them morons. <laughs> uh, no. You no, meant... no, no, I said a, a group of moms. Oh, moms. That are sort of really, really aggravated over what's happening with their kids. I see. Would that be moms for liberty or uh, I've no, heard of that group? Another group, yeah, mm. yeah. It's Moms of Liberty is a national group, but there's there's a little group uh, in Texas that's forming as well. I see. Well, that's it's a group just on social, just on the social grooming issue. Great. Okay. Well, Mr. Grusendorf, if is there any thought you'd like to leave with our podcast listeners today uh, on school choice and school education issues? I'd, I'd encourage them to. Go to the Heartland website and also to the Liberty for the Kids website. They're interested in school choice and educational freedom. Uh, learn how you can help out. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, we've been talking to Kent Grusendorf today. Thank you, Kent. Thanks uh, to all our listeners for tuning in.